Are we testing this time? Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. (laughs) (laughs) Testing. Testing one, two, three. Testing three, two, one. And let's go. Casey Sadler and I are here for the very first episode of Send Me an Invite. I'm Martina. And I'm Casey. (laughs) Welcome. So... Send Me an Invite is going to be basically about how we navigate our personal lives and our social lives with our careers because we all want to be building our careers all the time now. We also want to have good social life. Casey is a great example of somebody that works her ass off but also has one of the most Instagram-worthy social lives of anyone I know. (laughs) Casey was one of the first friends I made in Dallas, and she's also one of the fastest friends I've ever made in my life, I think. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's the true. day we met, we met at a brunch, and we like planned a trip to Scottsdale that Within same day. Yeah. It was that same day we yeah. started. And when we were in Scottsdale, we were it was the last day there, and we were about to get on our flight home, and we stopped <laughs> at brunch. We had our suitcases and everything. and <laughs> We had three Bloody Marys. Yep, three Bloody Marys. So we got to the end of our third Bloody Mary, and we were like, I don't think we should go home. I think we should go to Vegas instead. And I was laughing like half kidding, and Casey was like, I see no reason why we wouldn't. And two minutes later, we had flights booked to Vegas. And that's the good explanation of Casey as a person. So Casey is also really special to me because she introduced me to my honey, who I just love so much, and I have you to thank for that. But Casey's really... The most truly free spirit I've ever met. I mean that. Like a lot of people say like, I'm a free spirit, blah, blah, blah. But you are actually a free spirit. So, all right, let's do like your background and let's try to keep this like kind of quick pace so everybody Mm -hmm. can like get to know you a little bit. Yeah. So how old are you? I want to say 25. 25. Okay. Wise beyond your years. You're very (laughs) mature for 25. But next question, what is the name you call a one piece bathing suit? A swimming costume. <laughs> that never gets old. I want to hear that every day. Um, tell everyone where you live. Um, I live in between Fort Worth and Dallas. Okay. Right by the airport. Okay. And what company do you work for? I work for American Airlines. Are you a flight attendant? Everyone says that. <laughs> <laughs> like, flight attendants the only job you can have as a female. No, I work in operations, so I pretty much work... 16 hour days back to back to back and then I'll take a month off and I'll travel I'll go to Asia I'll go to Australia I've been everywhere okay can you slow down because you're literally releasing everything that we're about to get to (laughs) okay also you sound like a spice girl where are you from can you tell everyone (laughs) um I was born in Arizona my mom is English my dad's American she took me back to England when I was very young. I was, I think I was about five months old when I got my first passport. And I was less than a year old when I flew from Phoenix back to London. So like you that were, was my first international flight. I was less than a year you old. You were destined for this life. Yeah, this that you is have. my life. This is what I was born to do. <laughs> okay. So tell us a little bit about how you got started with American Airlines and like transitioned into your current role, like a little bit more about what exactly you do. So I decided to move back to America when I was 21 and I just knew I needed to work for an airline to be able to go back home, see my family, etc. and not get too, too homesick. 
So I began, I looked into being a flight attendant with Delta and I did have a couple of tattoos. So I knew I needed to look at backup options. And I came across Endeavor Air, which is a wholly owned subsidiary of Delta. Um, I ended up, you know, talking to people and getting into the crew scheduling department, which I really loved being in like the heart of the operation. It's kind of crazy. Every day is different. You never know what's going to happen. I was there about a year and a half in Minneapolis. And then somebody reached out to me from American and I had never spent a single day in Texas in my whole life. I drove from Minneapolis to Texas, 14 hour drive. Got here Sunday night. I started my job Monday morning. And here oh I am. Gosh. Two and a half I didn't know years it was ago. that fast. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. So now you do operations, which is like um pretty much like monitoring the legalities of pilots, flight attendants. So what uh, like you can relate this to as a listener is when you're about to get on an airplane and your flight gets canceled and you're <laughs> so pissed off and they're like Sorry, the pilot's been working too long. That's Casey yeah. that pulls the That's pilot me. from you and you're I'm stuck like, in you the airport. I'm like, you can't do any more. We're pulling you off. We'll get your replacement. That'll be two hours. So blame yeah. her when your yeah, flight gets away. Yeah, it's on me. It's on me. <laughs> um, what is your ideal Saturday night as far as your social life goes? Um, usually I like to not be in the country. But if I have to be, <laughs> I love... Going to 60 Vines. I love eating cheese and wine with you girls, which we're doing right this second. <laughs> As we speak. Yeah, that's All my right. favorite thing. Good, I agree. <laughs> Let's do it. All right, so share a little bit more. You kind of touched on it already, but share with everybody the way that you do your scheduling, the flexibility you have, and also why you prefer it to do the way you do because it's very different from a typical work life. Uh, yeah, so basically we can trade with each other. So it's like you, you're st- you still remain salary, but you can trade your days with another person. And so what I tend to do is instead of working five, eight-hour shifts a week, I do 16 hours. So maybe I'll do eight, 16, eight, 16, and get a couple doubles in there a week. And then I can take a month off at a time. Maybe I'll take a week off, two weeks, it depends. But yeah, I I mean, the fact that I have flight benefits and I can travel anywhere I want to, it makes sense for me to try and get those long periods off. And I mean, I've gone to some amazing places. I've been oh, to Bali Oh, that twice. brings us to question two. Okay. <laughs> Tell us about some of the places you've been around the world. And like, even just, I know in the past three years alone, you've been yeah. to places I may never see in my lifetime. And most people listening may <laughs> never see. Or I might see. drag you there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. My favorite place is Bali. I've been there, um, so my birthday is beginning of March. I've been there the last two years. Um, I try to um, every year I've been there on my actual birthday, have played with elephants. Aww. So I was going to visit elephants. You can do like baths with them. And it's just, it's so cool to feed them and touch them. And they're just so friendly. They're my favorite animals. You're so. an elephant whisperer. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think. Where yeah. else have you been? Um, I also went to Thailand. I've been to Australia. I just went to Sydney, Perth. I've been all around Europe. My, I'm trying by 2020 to get my six out of seven continents done. So, 
Which one is... The... I just need to do Africa and South America, but I okay. think that'll be pretty easy. I don't think that'll be hard for no. you at all. <laughs> okay. So how do you deal with anxiety? Personally, if it were me and I was on like a crazy-ass trip like Bali and I was yeah. whispering and kissing elephants the way that you do, <laughs> I would have terrible anxiety thinking about the fact that I have to go home and I have to work basically two weeks straight is what you do, 16-hour yeah. days. How do you enjoy the time that you're there and not get that, like, Sunday scaries times a million? Honestly, I think it's because I'm always planning another trip. Like, I... Some people get, like, homesick. I get, like, travel sick. So if I don't travel for a month, I'm like, oh, my God, I need to be on an aircraft right now. I feel trapped. I feel stuck. It's honestly really, it's really hard to be friends with you because you're either working or you're in another country. It's but true, true. that like kind of speaks to the kind of person that you are because we could go two months and barely speak and then mm-hmm. we hang out and it's like we never yeah, miss a Yeah, we were beat. never apart. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever wish that you had a normal nine to five schedule? No. <laughs> Why? Um, honestly, I... Just the, the being so like routine based yeah I don't miss it I mean I I had that when I was in England and I just I got bored of it you would work Monday Friday wish your week away for Mm -hmm. the weekend and it lasted two days it's Sunday and you have anxiety about Monday again Mm -hmm. so it's like it's just such a routine and I I don't miss it. I mean, I'm I'm I guess I'm okay with working five days a week. I kind of like having a weekday off, so I'm okay with having a Sunday Monday off schedule. So okay. I as long as I can plan my next trip, I'm good. Yeah, you just need to have something to look forward to. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Have you ever had an intimate relationship with someone you work with? <laughs> can I pass? <laughs> no, just say yes. You don't have to say yeah, the name. Uh-huh, yeah. Okay. Have you ever had an intimate relationship with someone in another country that you were visiting and been really like sad and heartbroken and like, oh my God, how am I going to leave this country and leave this person behind? Yeah. So when I was 19, I was working for a company when I was still living in England, um, TUI Travel. So they're like a kind of an all-inclusive package. It's like an airline, they are contracted with the hotels, they have staff out there, so you're with the company the entire time. I was based in Turkey, so I lived in Kushadasi, Turkey for six months. I said I wouldn't, but I did. I fell in love with a Turkish guy for, <laughs> you know, about a, a couple of months, as you do. Um, <laughs> as, you, as we all do, yes. Um, fell in love with the idea that I could live and work in Turkey and... Life would be great. I loved my lifestyle. Maybe I should just marry this man. (laughs) So leaving, coming back to England, (laughs) where it's rainy and cloudy every single Mm -hmm. day. I considered it. (laughs) It's not too late. Yeah, I I consider it still. (laughs) Do you keep in touch with him? Um, Not on a regular basis. Every now and then we'll... You How know. many years ago was this? This was, oh, God, six years ago. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've always wanted to know this. How long can you live like this? Like, how long can a person Forever. live? Forever. <laughs> why can't I, knew, I? Tell me why I can't. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. So, Casey, like, 
if you propose anything to her, should we go to Vegas? Right. I could probably no bullshit talk her into going to Vegas tonight after I, we do I this don't podcast. I work tomorrow. She, <laughs> she's giving me that look. She literally is the most. Wait, don't excite me. I know. We, okay, <laughs> we'll talk about it. My <laughs> eyelash appointment. <laughs> oh, she has an eyelash appointment. So we. No, I can't. We'll we'll cancel it. Okay. But. I just, I mean, I obviously admire it. I think it's something that, like, people only think of. They wish they could be like that. But you are literally, we could leave tonight and go to France, and you'd be 100%. You wouldn't even pack. No. I mean, we can buy shoes there. We could buy everything there, yeah. (laughs) You can buy it. Yes. I don't know why I just said shoes. (laughs) We'll only wear shoes. (laughs) Shoes and dressing gowns. But you have, I knew you were going to say you have no intention of slowing this lifestyle down. I mean, like, I'm not sure if I want kids. Like, I'm I'm just not sure that I want to settle down and start a normal life. I feel that I'm going to meet a guy that's just going to fit into my life, that's going to want the same things as me, that's mm-hmm. going to love the part of me that loves to travel and want to join me and inspire me. And I feel like I'm probably not going to be with someone that doesn't bring out that side of mm-hmm. me. So if that happens, then why would I slow down? We would just do it together. Yeah. Do you feel yeah. like you would, like, if in your ideal world you would work with somebody that's, or I'm sorry, you would be with somebody that's also in the same, like, travel hospitality industry? Maybe the maybe the same industry. If not, I mean, he. it doesn't matter what industry he's in, as long as he enjoys to travel, I think. Mm-hmm. If he travels for work, it doesn't matter what he does. I think as long as he's used to it, I meet so many guys that are like, oh, it sounds great, but, and they make these plans, but they have no intention of following through with them. So. What do you think you would be if you had to choose something different? Um. Like if somebody said to you, you can no longer work for any airline. Yeah. Um, honestly, I'm not sure. I... I've worked in finance before, I've worked in investment management, so I've done different things, but I just really enjoy this industry. So I can't, I'm not sure I can imagine myself like being, doing something else. I think it would just have to be a travel industry, Mm -hmm. whether it was doing something else within the industry and not just aviation. Mm -hmm. I just think it needs to be something that inspires what I love to do every day. That's, that's so interesting that what you love to do is also the industry you want to be in so like literally your your life is travel whether you're working Mm -hmm. or whether you're like doing what you want to do it is on a saturday night being in i mean i think it's about finding your passion and doing Mm -hmm. it every day Mm -hmm. so incorporating that but like you the way you say that like it's just obviously everybody just find your passion and do it every day like i mean it is it's hard. Not everyone can do it. I mean, everyone has a different passion. So, but I think with can. you, you just see no obstacles with right. anything. You, yeah. your attitude is like, there's always a way. It doesn't yeah. matter. I could say the craziest shit to you, and you'd be like, <laughs> I can't see a reason why we wouldn't. <laughs> like that's your attitude about everything. Yeah. That's exactly how I would say it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. What's your favorite food you've ever eaten in another country? Um, I mean, I think it has to be Italy. I love my pizza. Pizza. Oh, <laughs> tell everybody how you eat your pizza. Try I, if you're eating right now. Please put do your this. no put no no no. <laughs> I was gonna say put your food down because this might make you a little queasy. <laughs> okay, everyone judges. 
then they try and they lie. I tried it once when I was say. I was super drunk when I tried it and uh-huh. I was like, yeah, this is really good, but I don't know <laughs> if I could do it now. <laughs> okay, so I like to sit down with my pizza. <laughs> I like to grab some mayonnaise, <laughs> do a big squirt on my plate. <laughs> And literally scoop the mayonnaise up with my pizza. It's so embarrassing to be out with her. Like, at, whether we're, like, at a restaurant, like, we could be at a nice-ass restaurant, mm-hmm. and she'd be like, do you have any mayonnaise? <laughs> or if we're, like, we, we were just out in Scottsdale a couple weeks ago, and we got pizza after going out, and we were, like, drunk on the street in some pizza place and she's like do you have any mayonnaise like yeah and they're like um that's weird but okay yeah like I was just in yeah, Australia they usually have a guy it. genuinely came up to me and I said do you have mayonnaise and he said um weird but okay and just walked <laughs> off and grabbed me the mayonnaise do you find it harder to maintain I guess relationships or friendships either one is it harder because of how much you work or because of how much you travel? Um, I feel that when it comes to a friendship, I genuinely generally have friends that just get it, that they know how much I work. And I, th- I think we're all adults now. We can all kind of understand. But when it comes to a relationship, there's just that little more expect, like higher expectation. Yeah. And I mean, I, you know what? I work a double shift and then... The next day, I'm sleeping. So let's I'm let's get really down and dirty oh now. So, Casey introduced me to my boyfriend because she was dating his friend at the time. Unfortunately, that relationship <laughs> didn't work out. Kyle, we're sorry, but <laughs> Casey and Kyle didn't work out, and we stayed together. So, thank you for taking the bullet from and, me. And I think he even said that he said. What if they work out and we don't? And I said, that won't happen. <laughs> but I remember uh. <laughs> I remember when you guys were still together that it started to become kind of an issue that you were working a long, long time. Yeah. And I think any significant other, I, I'm clingy as shit. I would mm-hmm. 100% relate to that and feel the same way if who I'm. I mean, when Kenny works the weekend of the football games, yeah. I'm like, where are you? Where are you? But for Kyle, you would be working like, 16 hour shifts and also not only are you gone all that time but even when you come back from work and you're with him you don't have the mental energy to be affectionate and give him a time and attention and I think that really like came between you guys towards the end it did and I guess when somebody expects something from you not that it's like a lot but it to me it's so much I have to talk to people all day every day Sometimes I want to come home and I just don't want to talk to anyone because mm-hmm. it's just too much. So it's hard for somebody to understand that and accept it and be okay with it every day because it's not like, oh, okay, she's just like it this week. She's had a hard week. Mm-hmm. No, this is my life. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. I get it. And that's probably why I'm single right now. Yeah. And I think that I think that that's why maybe eventually if you meet the right person, yeah. you, and I think you need to be a little bit older too. I think you're in your prime of like, you don't give a, can I say fuck on a podcast? I, can't, I right? thought you were going to say rat sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I lost my train of thought now. I got so nervous about whether or not I could swear, but oh, where you don't care. You just, you don't care right now. You don't need to care about a relationship. You don't need to prioritize a guy because you're literally... I'm going to say living your best life. I am. You're I living really a, am. a dream yeah. life, honestly. I mean, you're the example of like those memes that are like, 
I see these girls traveling all the time. Don't you work? Ha ha ha. But like, that's yeah, your answer. I just if someone don't post me working, right? I and don't if post the sixteen-hour shifts of me looking like I haven't slept in ten years. <laughs> <laughs> You're that person that, like, if you were to just know you on social media, you'd think, "What is this girl's job that she right. is literally <laughs> rubbing on these elephants' trunks all day?" <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you're right. That's part of social media. We only share the good parts. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And that's kind of a problem. Yeah. It's not It definitely is. It definitely is. Do you think that the how much you travel around so much, have you ever made friends? I know we kind of talked about like a relationship-ish type of deal, but like do you stay in touch with people that you meet around the world? Um, It tends to be more of a... We'll catch up every couple of months. Oh my God, like, I'll like your post. You look like you're doing great. Mm-hmm. But it's not like we're going to talk every minute right. every day. Right. Because when I travel, I don't have time to build, like, a lasting, long friendship. Right. Yeah, we had a great time, but and we'll keep in contact. Maybe we'll meet up again somewhere. And you know what? It's not even just you moving around. Or, I'm sorry, not just you traveling around. In the past 10 years, you've also moved around a lot. Like, yeah. you interviewed today for a job that's in another... In Boston. In Boston. Yeah. So, you and I, we know that no matter what, we will literally meet up in random cities. Yeah. Like, maybe four times a year. I mean, think about it. I came from living in London to living in Texas, which is random. And stopped you at Minneapolis. New York. I came from Rochester, New Rochester, York. Rochester, New York. Yeah. By the way, guys, my dad lives in Rochester, New York. Yes. And we discovered this the first That's time like- we ever had. And I think that may have been the beginning of our bond. I think so too. Because it was so random. It was so, because we're in Dallas, Texas. Yeah. You're clearly not from this country. Nope. British. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I just moved here from Rochester, New York, thinking like nobody knows where the hell no. Rochester, New York is in case like, oh, my dad lives there. <laughs> it was crazy. I know. And it's like not exactly a big city. Like, no, it, it's upstate New York. It's like, like of all like, towns. Yeah, and you know what? You're the second person now. When Kenny and I were in New York City a couple weeks ago, I met one of his friend's girlfriends, who I know better be listening, Marin. Hey, <laughs> but she was in New York City, and she had been from Rochester too. And wow. I was like, what are the odds of Rochester is actually not that bad? It's, it's crazy. What, yeah. I mean, it's such a small world when you read. It's about such it. a small world. What advice would you give somebody that's like maybe working like a very basic nine to five entry level job and they're like, how do I like break out of this and do I, this? What Casey's doing? I think it's about just going for it and not thinking about it. So, that, like, the way I get through life. I don't let my anxiety take over. I don't think about something like for months at a time and plan it. I do it. Like when I moved here, I said to my mom, like, I think I'm going to move to America. I'm 21 now. Long story. But I did have a serious boyfriend and we were considering like we were going to get a house or I was going to move to America. Those were my two options. One <laughs> Who's day... two options? Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> Who's... Two options are I'm either A, yeah. going to get a house, or B, going to leave the country. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Those are I, not... you're, you're right. I mean, but... But that's um, you. That's yeah, you. it is. And so by this point, I had already two years prior spent a whole six months in Turkey by myself working for this company. And all I had done was apply 
They offered me the position. I took my flight. I took it one step at a time. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to take a flight to Turkey. I may stay a month, two months, three months. I let the six months go by. I came back. When I was deciding on do I stay, get a house with my long-term boyfriend, or do I move to America, I woke up one day. I decided I didn't want to be in deal with the stuff anymore of the relationship. It wasn't a great one. And I called my mom. I said, come over. I'm doing it. She came over. I called poor mom. <laughs> STA Travel. And it, they kind of like give you a, a better discount when you're under 25. I said, come over. I called them. I booked it. I hung up the phone. Mom starts crying. Oh, my God. You're doing it. I can't believe it. Oh, my God. And I was like, I just did it. Like, oh, my God. I love I, that. It was just, Yeah. And within two weeks, I handed my notice into my work. I said, I'm moving to America, guys. Bye. <laughs> I'm going to America, boys. Like Titanic. <laughs> yeah. And then I like told my apartment I was leaving. My mom, bless her, packed up my whole apartment, moved all of my stuff out. She was amazing. Cleaned it, everything. I took my flight. I cried. I didn't know if I was going to take my flight, but, you know, I was sat at the gate, so I did. I came here on a three-month visa because my American passport had expired. So I came on my three-month visa. I didn't have to stay. That was my, like, backup. Trial run. Yeah, I was like, I can stay three months or I can stay for the rest of my life. It doesn't matter. That's... Your but attitude, your, your attitude, I think like what people listening should know to take away from this is your attitude is like anything is possible. There's, yeah. there's literally like, and you, you know what? I just got a tattoo when we're in Scottsdale last oh, yeah. we got take to, the risk. Yes, that's right. So yeah. we were, we were in Scottsdale with a big group of girls and we won't get into the details <laughs> of how the trip ended, but it ended with Casey and I leaving in the middle of the night. But there is a tattoo now that we both have that we got in Scottsdale and yours is a map right or no uh, we didn't no. do the map let me see it again we did um take the risk on my it's own it's so cute yeah because you're just always down to take the risk anyone that is not inside your head the way that you are I mean I'm sure you have anxieties you have fears you have hesitations but anybody that's just looking at you would say this chick has no fears literally yeah. none I mean I do, <laughs> I do I just I take it one step at a time and that's how I get past my anxiety honestly mm-hmm. just like I was saying the three month thing mm-hmm. the day I was meant to fly home I think I went and got ice cream and said oh I should be taking a flight right now <laughs> but it's just how I get through it, it you're um, almost like I, just, I don't careless is a, a bad word for it because I know yeah. you care but it's almost like a I I relate to that because I have the same and that's why we get along so yeah, well yeah 100% it's because we just have I mean a, like, should we talk about your tattoo yeah. 19? Yeah. That was your freaking year. The, yeah, 2019 like, can, was my year. And look how we're ending you it. Did. <laughs> I know. I can't explain everything I did, yeah. but I almost have the same mentality as you. Is Okay, it's a snowstorm in January. I'm freezing cold. I'm talking to my girlfriend about how we should move somewhere warm. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to book us flights to Dallas. Go to Dallas. All right, I'm going to sign a lease. That's literally yeah. how I ended up in Dallas. Then... The day that it was time to leave my company, my boss was being a bitch and texted me and she said, you work for YPC Media. I will decide what you do and do not do. That's what she said to me. So I said, you know what? No, you won't. Sorry. You're not going to decide. And that's when I started my own company. Yeah. And every... And how quickly did you get everything done? Like it was crazy. Almost the same day. Yeah. For both of those situations. And how easily did you sign up for... 
What was that? You were talking me through the whole process that you just got your name and your everything. Oh, I had. So she sent. She literally sent me that text. She said, "You work for YPC Media. I will decide what you do and do not do." I yeah. still have the screenshot. <laughs> and that day, I was like, mm, "No, don't think so." I went to CVS. I got a notebook. I went to Starbucks, and then I had my LLC. Yeah. And my my website domain name. I had mm-hmm. everything within like maybe an hour it took. That's crazy. I mean, you just you just don't realize like the people that feel that they're doing the most damage to our lives. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> we love you guys. We love you. We Thank love you for so giving much. me the motivation we needed. <laughs> yes. And it's like I think that I was talking about this with Kenny the other day how I make very impulsive Kenny's dis- the boyfriend. Yes. How I make very impulsive decisions, but I also look back, there's not one impulsive decision that I look back and say, oh man, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And I even said to him, I said, well, the one decision, so anyone listening that doesn't know me, I got a Frenchie bulldog a couple, like <laughs> two years ago and I was really into my like job at the time and like traveling a lot and stuff and shouldn't have gotten a dog. And I got him anyways, even though everyone told me not to. Got him really impulsively. That's the one thing I would be like, maybe I shouldn't have done that. But also, my Do you sister. Regret it? No, I, I don't. Mean, it's an experience. Everything it's an experience. Is. Yeah. And also, my sister ended up taking him, and that's the love of her life now. She would yeah. leave her boyfriend if she had to pick between him and the dog. So <laughs> no <offense>. I can't. <laughs> I can't look back on that and think that was a mistake. So I think. The impulsive moves are the ones that you should make because when you feel that strong, like, I need to do this right now, that's your instinct saying, do it. Yeah, That's your animal instinct. And you should always, always trust your gut. It's never wrong. It's It's never never wrong. wrong. It's never wrong. And when I don't listen, that's when I regret. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that overthinking... Of course, this is easier said than done, but I think that overthinking is just... You're delaying the good things that could happen because yeah. if you feel like you need to do something it's probably because you should do it right have I you ever that. made any other like crazy impulsive decisions I mean I'm trying to think honestly as far as like impulsiveness no yeah I mean I just I think it's because I take it one step at a time so I'm not as fearful doing it but mm-hmm. it, just little by they, little they like, work for me <laughs> so okay if you were to leave Everybody with some advice on how to just not give a fuck and live so effortlessly the way that you do, what would your advice be to everybody listening? I mean, I I guess I would say go to a new country or state, (laughs) get a tattoo so you can remember your experience and take one day at a time. Right? <laughs> you can't just say, my advice is to go to a new country and get a tattoo. Oh, I mean, if you're above 18 and stuff, or whatever the legal age is in America. You know? Okay, but you know what? That actually is the best advice. Go to a new country. Everybody listening, go to a new country. Get a tattoo. You're not going to regret a tattoo that reminds you of an experience that shaped you into the person you are today. I agree with that. I mean, most people should. That's really special. And it's so special that we got (laughs) tattoos together. I think You're so special to me in general. You are too. Thank you for being my first guest. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Of course. This was so fun. So next time we do this Mm -hmm. will probably be when I'm visiting you in In Boston. Boston. Because I'm sure you're going to get that job. And I can't wait to come visit you. So I hope everyone enjoyed the first episode. Do you have any parting words? Um, It's been so much fun. I can't wait to hear the rest of them. Subscribe. Whatever you need to do for oh, a podcast. Wait, should we talk about our sponsor? We don't have a sponsor. Oh. <laughs>
So yeah, that's it. We'll wrap it up for now. Everyone, have a good night. Bye. Or day, whatever. Day. I don't know what time you're listening Morning. to this. Yeah, that's Just true. enjoy. Enjoy your life. Get that tattoo. <laughs> enjoy your life. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.